Oh, God. Well, I just started my morning out by walking through a spider web, so that was great. You can see, this is my walk through a spider web phase. Okay, there we go. Awesome. You can see the cavity in my front teeth that I'm getting filled later this week. So hopefully my picture on Friday, I'll have a nice smile instead of that one with an awful hole in my face. Or teeth. There are plenty of holes in my face. Only several are awful. Alright now. Don't quite need the AC yet this morning. Oh. It's going to be a busy day today. And popular outcast department. Um, I've got to get two new podcasts ready to drop this week. Um, one, we had a little mishap with. We're supposed to drop on Saturday. Uh, there was a miscommunication, so they're going to be dropping as soon as I get them ready today. Um, and then I've got to get the girls' podcast ready for to launch at midnight. So, stay tuned, outcasts because we've got two new podcasts coming at you. The spin-off podcast from the Media Junkies and the Girls on Girls podcast. Hopefully, pending disaster, those will both drop within the next 24 hours. Oh, lordy. And getting all that done while appearing to be working enough to keep my job, there's the, there's the tricky part. Right there. Um, we recorded Popular Outcast yesterday, and for the first time in a long time, I felt really good about the two episodes we recorded. Um, I can guarantee, well, no, I can't, but I know that I am proud of at least the next two weeks of episodes. The one uh, dropping at midnight tonight, and the one next week. Well, the spider that's been living in my rearview mirror finally flew away. Awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, (laughs) sorry, I just spaced out for a minute. Feels like the weekend went too fast. Doesn't feel like I should be driving to work right now. No, sir, I don't like it. And I've also got to tell my uh, higher up that I'm going to be taking a half day this week too because the dentist needed me to come back to fill my filling uh, to fill two cavities. Uh, the dentist. I should recap that. I'll get to it in a sec. So. I've got the kind of, I know she's not going to want to hear that I have to take another half day because I took a half day last week and we're still down an artist because Sam is still out on maternity leave, so that leaves her with just one artist for half a day. And I know she'll let me, she's cool and everything, but it's just going to stress her out and she's really nice and I feel bad about that. But damn it, I I need those cavities filled, especially the one in my front tooth. It's funny, because, like, I've always known there's been a little pocket 
in that tooth, but like I didn't never thought of it as a cavity until he was like, "Oh, you got a cavity there." And I was like, "Oh, yes, that is like literally the definition of cavity is little hole is a like a hole." And I was like, "Yep, that's okay. That's a cavity." So I'm happy that they'll be able to fill it up with uh, hopefully not a silver filling because that will be even more embarrassing. Um, I'm guessing they're going to use a white filling. Here is hoping anyway. Maybe they'll just give me a gold tooth. <laughs> uh, nah, I'd want a silver tooth. It would match the rest of my piercings. That would be funny for a week and then incredibly regretted <laughs> getting a silver or gold tooth. You don't see that a lot anymore. It seems to have gone out of style. They tend to replace teeth with, you know, tooth-colored teeth. Who knew, you know? Who knew? But the dentist. The dentist was rough. Um, not in the way I expected it to be, though. They were actually... I didn't get any gut trip at all. Um, she saw my piercings. She's just like, hey, do you have rubber backs on that? And I was like, no. She's like, okay. You might want to look into that, but that was it. She didn't say you shouldn't have those things in your face. Um, they didn't give me any guilt at all, which was really weird. Um, but I'm guessing, because uh, my wife went with me, and it was the first time... Oh, I had said it was two or three years. Turns out it was closer to six or seven years since I had been to the dentist. Time flies, I guess. But they gave me no shit, because I guess it's, it's very common for people to stop going to the dentist after they move out of their parents' house because, you know, it's kind of not a thing you think about. It's something your parents set up for you. And, um, like, the late 20s is a pretty common time for people to kind of find their way back to the dentist. So if I have any listeners that are, like, kind of apprehensive about going back to the dentist because it's been too long, it's actually the perfect time they're expecting you. And they're, they were super cool about it. Like, they didn't give me any shit about it. They're like, oh, yeah, good to see you again. And it's just like, awesome, awesome. And granted, I, the only reason I was there was because I got a job that has dental insurance. So I didn't have to pay because that's a big factor at the moment in my life. But I had a... Uh, what the dental hygienist referred to as a tartar shelf and it had it, oh my teeth were pretty gross guys <laughs> they were pretty gross uh although i kind of was aware of it i wasn't aware of just how gross this was this was just like it had kind of linked all the my bottom teeth together on the inside and um Basically, she had to bring out the... Because you know that everybody knows that metal pick that they scrape your teeth with, and it's, it's not a pleasant thing. She had to bring out the heavy machinery version of that, which is a metal pick that has a high-pressure sonic water jet that she basically had to, like, use that to break up the plaque, or the uh, tartar, which is different than plaque, I guess, on my teeth. It hurt. Guys, it hurt. Every, like, and the tartar had gotten in under my gums, and 
Uh, so they had to like kind of uh, what's what's the term I want to like control burn. They had to like take off a little bit of my gums all the way around all my teeth. Man, I I I can equate it very much to getting a tattoo because it was a very similar noise and it was actually a very similar pain uh, just in my gums. And oh, it was no fun. Uh, but again, you kind of soldier through it because I was like, I'm the one who didn't go for six years. It's not their fault. And I know that when I go again in six months, I'm not going to have to go through this, this fucking thing. This is my quote unquote punishment for not getting to the dentist before now. So you kind of, you just, you know, you can't grit your teeth and bear it. You just kind of <laughs> clench your fist and you're like, Argh! okay, embrace the pain. And, um, yeah, it sucked a lot. But my teeth were noticeably whiter and cleaner, which is great. Um, and to the point that when I get the filling filled in my front tooth, I might actually be somewhat proud of my smile again, which would be pretty nice to not be self-conscious to smile anymore. So that'll be awesome. Now, granted... I've got two cavities in far apart parts of my mouth, so I'm thinking I'm going to end up with two Novocaine shots. So, that's a thing I get to look forward to with, like, the <laughs> ancient-looking syringe, the giant, like, metal and glass syringe they use, which is pretty badass, except for when they're, you know, coming at your face with it. I haven't had a shot in the mouth since I was a kid. I had a lot of cavities as a kid. So, I know what I'm in for. I just, uh, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the result, but not the actual procedure. Ugh, God. Oh yeah, that was the dentist. All in all, a positive experience. It sucked. And I kind of know why people don't like the dentist. People with, like, naturally worse teeth. They have to go through, like, the rough stuff all the time. But uh, talking to my mom, apparently the we, from her side of the family, the tartar thing, because, like, apparently that's genetic as to how quickly and how bad your tartar is. So, and since I've been using hippy-dippy homemade toothpaste, I don't have any tartar control in there, so I'm going to have to probably give up the hippy-dippy homemade toothpaste to get... Uh, toothpaste with tartar control to not end up with a jank mouth again. Now, in related news, my wife hadn't been to the dentist in 10 or 11 years. 10 or 11 years. The dental hygienist, if she had, she was like, if I had to guess, I'd say you'd been here three months ago. Aislinn's teeth were almost perfect. To the point where she's like, and she was also like, did you have braces as a kid? And Nathan's like, no. And the dental hygienist is like, wow, because your teeth are really straight. And it's just like, fucking A. What the hell? Well, hopefully Morgan gets her side of the family's teeth. Because shit. Apparently, they're rock solid. Son of a bitch. So jealous right now. Go ten years, never flosses. She brushes, granted. Uh, once or twice a day, but never flosses. 
like uh, zero maintenance teeth, pretty much, or very low maintenance. <sighs> very jealous. Okay. Oh, I should. Uh, we played D and D over the weekend too, which was a ton of fun. Hey, had lots of beer and lots of pizza. Although the lots of pizza kind of counteracted the beer, because I had a slice of pizza to beer ratio. My slice of beer to slice of pizza to beer ratio was one to one, and um, that kind of canceled out any drunk I would have got. But whatever, it was a hot day and the beer was cold. But it was a lot of fun, and we recorded it. I don't know if it will ever get released anywhere because it's it will require heavy editing to be even kind of understandable. So we'll see because a lot of people had never played before or had only played once. So there's a lot of dead air of people like looking at books and things like that. So and. Also, we had a fan running because it was hot as hell, and the microphone was on the table. So, we'll we'll give it a shot, but we're not. I'm not promising that as that that will appear anywhere. But we figured, you know, if we do ever plan on recording these to set like release them as a show, then you know we should record the first session. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it turned out well enough to release don't know <sighs> oh a little stiff oh god I don't even know <laughs> I get so many compliments on this podcast I don't know why there's a lot of dead air and like what do I want to talk about today mm. okay in the uh past maybe two years ago, year and a half ago, I got into cigars. And there's something about, I've never, I never smoked cigarettes. Like, they just never really appealed to me. My dad smoked. He was not proud of it. He still does smoke, I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, mom was always giving him heck about it, you know, Guidance counselor was like smoking kills, yada yada. They're not wrong. It's not a um, people call it a disgusting habit. Um, logistically, it's not that bad, but there's ten people tend to become disgusting if they do it too much. Like their teeth, their breaths, they smell. Their teeth get gross. They litter butts everywhere. Um, like people become disgusting. But the actual act of smoking, not gonna lie, guys, it's pretty fun. It's a fun thing. And let's, I'm not gonna say I'm advocating smoking because cigarettes, eh, whatever. But a friend of the, of the family, kinda, he was hanging out at my mom and dad's house, and I was hanging out, and he had a cigar, and he, he and dad were smoking cigars. And he's like, Do you want one? I was like, I don't know. And because, like, there's just something, there's just an appeal to a cigar. It's like this, it's big, uh, it's like there's a craft to it. And I'm not talking about, like, uh, gas station cigars. I'm talking about, like, 
you go to a tobacconist and they have the big fancy uh, like humidor uh, and you pick out individual cigars by um, their quality rating and where they were made and things like that. Basically, it was something to be co- to be kind of hoity-toity about. And there's something, some like I gotta recommend to be a snob about something because it's a good feeling to be like to like kind of become a well. Let's use a phrase from last week. Um, to become a cigar nerd, to be like, oh, I only smoke hand-rolled cigars, um, from the region of yada, 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 yada. Um, I haven't gotten that deep yet, but I'm probably not going to smoke a $2 cigar, I'm going to smoke a $13 cigar, and being super picky and hoity-toity about it, um, kind of makes it so that I'm not going to what do I want to say? I'm not going to start smoking a lot. Um, because I just... One, I don't have the money to. And two, it's it's a special thing. Um, I smoke cigars, but maybe one every other month. Um, as it hits... That'll be the average. When it hits summer and it's warmer, I'll probably smoke one or two a week. But during, like, <laughs> spring, fall, and winter, I barely smoke at all. So, uh... And, like... And then, I'm trying to not be fragmented in my speech here. I'm trying to... Like, so, okay. So, he's smoking a cigar, and I, I do smoke one. I'm like, you know what? This is actually kind of nice. And, or, no, he, I don't smoke it. He gives me one, and I smoke it at home later. And I did almost throw up, because cigars are an intense thing. Um, it's pretty common that you won't, don't actually inhale cigar smoke. You just kind of hold it in your mouth. And then blow it out because cigars are intense. Um, inhaling them can mean instant throwing up if you're not used to them. And uh, I also was not prepared for the buzz that you get from tobacco, which it was one of those instant moments like, oh, that's why people smoke because it, it makes you tingly and chill. And um, yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, I get it. I get it. I understand. Um, So, and then I start kind of researching cigars and the different, and cigars are also cool because there are hundreds of people who make them and they're all little like artisan shops and like you can get the ones that are hand rolled and like aged specifically and there's, um, there's a lot of little detail things about cigars which kind of played into just my nerdiness in general because if you want to keep cigars over a long period of time you have to get a humidor because you have to keep them at a pretty specific humidity uh, around 70% is your sweet spot uh, six, uh, under 60 you're in trouble over 80 you're in trouble and so you want to keep it around 70% and so I was researching it and there's a whole, like, art to keeping cigars together in a humidor. Um, some people will put all of one kind of cigar in a humidor. Other people like to 
mix their cigars because as the cigars sit in there, they affect each other's flavor. So you can, uh, p- there are people who have very specific cigars they keep together because after a long period of time, the both c- different kinds of cigars change to become more like each other. And like, so you can blend flavors and styles that way over periods of months or years. And uh, when kept correctly, cigars can keep indefinitely, kind of like wine. So you can have uh, like a 50-year-old cigar that will smoke just like it would. Well, it won't smoke just like it would the day it was rolled, but it will be comparable. And so then there's that factor that you can age your cigars. Um, It's really like there's just so many little neat things about it. and the, I hold to the fact that, like, I don't smoke inside, I don't smoke in my car. It's a very special occasion thing. There's kind of a ritual to it. You know, I open up the humidor, I take off the wrapper, which is another awesome part of the whole cigar thing, because, like, every cigar has its own kind of unique wrapper to it, which are often very intricate and uh, beautiful. And... They're just, and so, and like, this isn't even each brand, like, each variation on a brand of a cigar will often have its own wrapper, and I'm not, like, deep, deep in, because I don't smoke a lot of cigars. I got a, like, 20-pack of cigars when I first got interested in it. Uh, No, I got a 12-pack, which came with a free humidor. Um, When I first got interested, smoked through those got a 20 pack and I still have like eight or nine of those and that was like a year ago so I don't smoke them a lot but when I do I try to really make it an experience I try to like at the after the uh, open mic last month I went to my friend Bill's house I had a gin and tonic and smoked a cigar it was there's making, like, kind of a ritual about the whole thing. And I'm really enjoying it. And I'm also kind of, via just getting into cigars, I've started to look into, uh, actually, pipe smoking. And I do have a a rather nice uh, long-stem pipe, which is, I got it because it looks like a Gandalf pipe. It's um, I've had a few regrets here and there because it, you can't, like, take it anywhere because it's this giant thing. So it's pretty much I smoke it at home and that's it. But I got a big tin or a bag. I bought a baggie, which I bought my own tin to put in, um, batch of pipe tobacco, which is just smells delicious. It's very sweet. Um, it's, I, I love the smell of pipe tobacco. But, like, I smoke my pipe even less than I smoke cigars to the point where I need to really keep an eye on the pipe tobacco that doesn't dry out and lose quality. So there's the thing. Like, I do smoke, but it's like whenever a doctor asks, I'm like, does a cigar every other month count? And they're like, nah. And so it's like, oh, all right. Um, I feel it's worth mentioning that there was about a year period where I got into smoking the e-cigarettes, which are, I, I don't think, 
Oh, I'll go through my story and then do the, then do this disclaimer. Um, they're cool. They, I mean, great. Like smoking, you understand. Like you understand why why uh, authority figures spend such send so much effort convincing kids it's not cool. Because I mean, it's kind of cool, guys. I mean, you're lighting something on fire, breathing smoke into your lungs, and then blowing smoke out like a fucking dragon. Like, it's pretty badass, honestly. And it's just like, I'm killing myself right now, slowly. I don't even give a fuck. There's just a, an attitude about it. Uh, and maybe that's a product of my generation, where I'm like one of the last... Gen- I can remember smoking being glorified when I was very young. And now it's just, it's almost a taboo. But that's also, like, but this, like, people, when I say I smoke cigars, people kind of give me a rough look, but when I'm like, no, no, only a little bit, and only the fancy kind, they're like, well, I'll give you that as long as you don't, like, smoke a pack a day with cigarettes. People... And it's like, yeah, and cigarettes really aren't worth my time. I've smoked cigarettes here and there just to see what it was like. I, they don't do it for me. They just, they're not, they're not interesting enough for my refined palate. Uh, and guys, you sound like a total tool, but I gotta tell you, be, be snooty about something because it's just a great feeling. And like, I'm snooty about cigars and... Beer, not, I will drink a cheap beer because I want to drink beer, but I honestly prefer to get, like, a microbrew or something along those lines. Um, And for those of you who remind me to know and that I'm a hipster, fuck you guys. I chose Yingling Lager this weekend, not PBR, and uh, because Yingling is a local, uh, well, Pennsylvania brewed beer, and... God damn it, I'm drinking for the home team. <laughs> but, like, there's some nostalgia to cheap beer, like Lion's Head or PBR or Yingling. But I honestly, if I'm drinking beer to enjoy it, not to be like, woo, beer! Which I rarely, rarely drink to be like, woo, drinking! It's more like, I'm going to go to the local brew pub where they brew the beer there and have, like, an artisan beer homemade in my hometown with hops they grew here. It's... Be... Guys, be snooty about something. Now, don't be a snob. Don't, like, be... Talk down to people. Just, like, embrace people. Like I was talking about on Friday, you know? Like, don't give people shit because they don't like the things you like. Be like, no, listen, this is why it's interesting. Um, you know, do what you like, whatever. But if you... If, I will gladly talk your ear off about the differences between a, a Maruto cigar and a... Uh, shit, what's the other term? Again... Not that, I'm not so deep into cigars that I've got a lot of it memorized. But, like, the difference between a Churchill cut or, um, a, uh, like, Classico cut, there's just... That's another thing with cigars. They come in lots of different shape variations, which is neat. Like, oh, it's, it's great. It really is. But, as I was saying about the e-cigarettes... Um, they were cool. I got into the blues. 
which I mean they're a uh, flat they're a shiny black metal cigarette which light up blue and you get a, a little buzz off of them from what I hear it's not as intense as with cigarettes but I never really smoked cigarette cigarettes um, enough to notice a big difference so people would often see me smoking the blues and I say smoking because that's what I think of it as. It's technically vaporizing. And they'd be like, oh, how are those? You know, how long have you been on them instead of regular cigarettes? And I'd be like, I never smoked regular cigarettes. And they'd just look at me like, what? I was like, no, these are just cool. <laughs> I was totally that guy. Um, and I smoked them for about a year. And I never, like, and the thing was, like, I was smoking full strength, getting a buzz, but I never felt the need to have them. It was always like, I want to go stand outside for 10, 15 minutes. Let's do that. Or I'm going to play a video game because the vaporizing cigarettes leave no odor. Um, as far as people can prove, they're not bad for your lungs. Like, really, if you are if you're smoking real cigarettes and want, and want an outlet, uh, look into... The vaporizing cigarettes, because they're, I mean, they're satisfying, you, you can, it, it feels like smoking, to me. Granted, this is from someone who smokes pretty rarely. I like it. And, but it got to a point where it was just, it was more money than it was worth, because, like, neither my my wife smoked cigarettes when I met her, but uh, she quit shortly after we got together. And I quit smoking pot, which I'd only been smoking for six months. But I smoked a lot of pot in those six months, guys. Uh, I got the full experience, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, and I, then we both quit. Cold turkey. I mean, which was a lot less hard for me because I'd, like, I'd only smoked pot six, for six months where she'd been smoking for a while, but she was just like, she threw her cigarettes in the trash and was like, I'm done. Um, she's like, my cigarette smoking concerns you, the amount of pot you smoke concerns me, let's just both stop. And I was like, deal, deal. I'm like, pot's fun, but if it's, you know, gonna make you health a healthier person, then I don't need to smoke it. Um, in recent years, I have smoked pot again, but there was a six-year break, and in the year and a half since I started smoking pot again, I've smoked three times. I'm never going to buy pot. I'm never going to own a pot-smoking implement, only if it's offered at a party with people I really trust, basically. Um, and that was... And I actually didn't bring the idea up. It was Aislinn. She's like, you know, you know, pot's kind of... There's not as much stigma on it anymore. Uh, people know a lot more about it. If you want to smoke it at this party we're going to, I'm okay with that. And I was like, and I wasn't sure about it, and I was like, okay. And, um, so yeah, uh, pot, that's a whole other podcast, guys. Uh, so I'm going to get back to cigars and tobacco and legal, uh, activities, um, I do, I'll put this pin on pot, I feel that we'll, we'll see it be widely legalized in our lifetime, um, if not in the next five years. Because the signs are there. 
it's if you're reading the, if you're reading the news uh, correctly, it's just gonna happen. People want it. Anyway, I'll I'll talk on my adventures in pot some other time. E-cigarettes. So yeah, so we kind of but like even when I was smoking every day with the e-cigarettes. I never craved it, it was more fun, and I got a buzz, so it's like, cool, and like, the buzz doesn't last a long time, so it's not something where you're like, shit, I can't drive, or anything like that, it's just like, cool, cool, feeling relaxed, playing video games, or uh, taking a smoke smoke break at work, awesome, it's great, and the thing was, when people would find out I was smoking e-cigarettes, they'd be like, well, you can smoke that in the office, you know? And I was like, yeah, but one, I want to get out of there for 15 minutes, and two, I, I realized that it looks like real smoking and just general, genuinely distresses people. Like, people are like, oh, you, 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 you can't smoke in here. It's, and when you're like, it's not smoking, it's vaping, they're just like, brain does not compute, get out of here. So I was like... No, I'm not gonna put it through, put people through that. And like, it does have an odor. The odor just doesn't linger at all, which is awesome. Like, it doesn't affect your breath. It doesn't affect your clothing. It doesn't leave the room you're in smelling that way. But like, as you actually exhale the vapor, it is you can smell that. But it does not linger, which like cigarette or cigar or pipe smoke does. Yeah, so I dropped off of the blue cigarettes. I did go for a brief period of time into the more heavy-duty vaporizer, which doesn't look like a cigarette at all. It looks like a like a mascara tube, and uh, you actually have to load it with liquid. And like, it was good, but again, it was it wasn't. I di- I'm not addicted to nicotine. It's fun to smoke, and I understand why people do, but I don't need it. That's why I often don't smoke cigars in the winter because it's cold and whatever. I don't need to smoke. I just enjoy it. Now, I know my good friend Bill of the Popular Outcast Podcast has a desperate nicotine addiction and is, if he doesn't have his vaporizer with him, he, 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 he has a problem uh, as far as how often he has to vaporize to just feel normal. Um, now, granted, it's a lot healthier than smoking, and I commend him for that, but it's to a point where it's like, dude, you need that way too much. So that's something I, I, I never want to get to the point where I feel I need to smoke, which I don't. I just enjoy it. Um, yeah. trying to like I'm trying to think if I got all the ideas I wanted to out there but yeah just there are things in life that it's kind of great to just to get snooty about to get or here's a better term to get particular about to not just accept any old thing like yeah I could go get a dollar cigar every day and smoke one but I don't want to. I want to smoke a fancy cigar. Um, or I could I could have a 24-pack of uh, Schaefer Light in my fridge 
at all times and have beer all the time. One, I can't do that because my father is a diagnosed alcoholic, so I've, I know that that potential is there. And boy, do I know that potential is there because I do have an addictive personality. That's another part of why I'm kind of setting the rule for myself that I only uh, imbibe in, like, fancier things because I know that if I'm like, yeah, this is good enough, I can drink it all the time, I would. So, that's a thing. And so, like, and it's... Just, you know, treat yourself. Be fancy. It's, it's great. And people will probably give you shit for it. But just be like, fuck you. I like what I like. And um, I've also found that with, um, in the last six months or so, with uh, loose leaf tea. Um, I've always enjoyed tea. I love iced tea. I love hot tea. Um, I'm a tea drinker. Uh, this also, this kind of goes for her coffee as well. I'll get to that after the tea. <laughs> Today, c- cigars, cigarettes, pipe smoke, e-cigarettes, pot, coffee, beer, cigars. Just <laughs> all the good things in life. <laughs> um, but these teas where it's, um, as I found out, that tea bags, as most people think of them, are kind of like the not the waste part of the tea, but as people are uh, packaging loose leaf tea, it's the stuff that falls to the side, and it's really not nearly as strong as tea traditionally is. And I found that um, you get, and like I really, really enjoy loose leaf green tea. Um, I actually just uh, used my last batch of uh jasmine pearl tea which is uh, a jasmine tea leaves rolled into little balls uh, hand rolled into little balls and dried and um, it's great because I've got this clear plastic uh, teapot that you put the leaves in and it's got a strainer on the bottom you dump your hot water in, leave it in for the allotted amount of time and then you just put it over your cup and all the water drains through the bottom through the tea leaves through the strainer and it's great. It's awesome. It's called it's a, called an Ingenuity T-E-A. Get it? Uh, teapot. And I love it. Love it to death. And, like, loose leaf tea has kind of become... It's kind of gaining in popularity in the nerd community. I've found it uh, via Think Geek. Uh, I've seen it around, but it wasn't until a good friend of mine, Nate Santitian started uh, bringing in these loose, loose leaf teas, and he's like, hey, do you want to try some? I was like, sure. And the first time I had a cup of loose leaf green tea, I was like, wow, this is really unique and flavorful, and this is with nothing in it. Um, and it used to be when I would drink hot tea or any tea, I would have to load it with sugar, uh, but I can drink a straight-up just water-soaked-in tea leaves, and I really enjoy it. And, like... Again, with the cigars, there are hundreds of varieties and, you know, from all different locations and they all have unique flavors and uh, how long you steep them changes the uh, flavor of the tea 
and like you uh, you have to get the, the water to a specific temperature and leave it in for a very specific time to get the flavor you're looking for. Just there's a ritual about the whole thing, which is great, which is really great. Um, and just there's something. I, this is uh, if we could boil down the points I'm making with the tea and the cigars and the pipe that there's kind of a ritual to it and it means that you just you stop you slow down life and you do this this thing that is kind of indulgent it's just for you like with the cigar I get I open the humidor I look at my cigars I often just take in the smell of the humidor because it's a good smell um, I'm like, do how big of a cigar do I want? Okay, um, have I ever tried this kind before? No, no. I like that label, but I like that style of cigar more. Um, and you pick the cigar, you look at the label, you unwrap the, you take the label off. I save all my labels because I'm a, a pack rat nerd. Um, then I grab my specific cigar, uh, ashtray. Wow, I can't believe I forgot that word. Um, I slice the end off, I grab my cigar lighter, um, that is going to get some cigar aficionados mad at me. Some people say you can, you should only light cigars with a piece of cedar wood. Um, guys, I, I, I don't smoke cigars enough to get that hoity-toity about it. Uh, well, actually, that's probably a reason I should get the cedar sticks and use them to light my cigar, but I, I just use a torch lighter, guys. Sorry. Uh, maybe I'll, maybe I, I will, uh, put up for the cedar lighting sticks soon. <laughs> but I use my, my torch lighter, and then I, I go outside, I find a nice comfy spot. I'm often smoking outside at night, um, on a warm night, it's great. I just put a lot, I put a lawn chair out facing the yard, and listen to the animals. It's great when I have someone there to talk to, but I don't need somebody there. Um, I'll often have a podcast in that I'm listening to, and I just sit. And it's it's also a longer process for a cigar. You it can take for a bigger cigar. You can smoke for uh, twenty to forty minutes sometimes, and then it's just and it's also kind of almost a deep breathing exercise because you inhale slowly, you hold your breath in. And you exhale slowly. And it's just, there's something very therapeutic about the whole process. And I really, it's it's like an hour thing. It's like an, I'm going to go do this one very specific thing for about an hour. And it's very low impact. And um, the tea is very similar to that in a much less smaller time frame. You know, I pick which tea I want. And the tea is kind of expensive uh, so, I often don't have more than one kind at a time, and I'm on, I'm out right now, which I'm kind of bumming out about, because I really want to go drink some of my fancy tea now that I've talked about it, but I'm going to have to drink the fucking mud water coffee. Ugh. Um, but so you get your tea leaves, you measure out how many tea leaves you want, you dump them into the pot, you go, you fill your cup up with the specific, with the hot water, you let it in, you time it. And the nice thing about these tea leaves is they will, I can drink four or five cups of tea with one tablespoon of tea leaves because you can continue to steep from the same leaves. Whereas with the tea bag, the, uh, the, it's kind of significantly 
uh, use up after, after your first cup of tea, the tea leaves you can you can steep like four to eight times. You could probably even steep more. You just have to steep longer and longer each time. And they still maintain uh, their an intensity and a flavor. Uh, granted, the flavor does change with each steeping too, which is just kind of unique and fun. And then so you do that, and then you you know you drain your tea and you let it cool off a little, and then you you know it's fucking it's motherfucking tea time, motherfuckers, and it's just great. And yeah. A coffee. Uh, I'm close to I'm close to home. Work feels like home sometimes. I feel like I'm there more often. Um, uh, coffee. I like. I would. I wish I could afford to be more hoity-toity about, but because I really like good coffee, and like Dunkin' Donuts, it's not by any means fancy coffee, but it's a it's a solid cup of coffee. And granted, I've got a bias towards Dunkin' Donuts because I worked there for six or seven years. I don't even remember anymore. And it's a good cup of coffee, fresh ground that day. And people are always like, why is Dunkin' Donuts coffee so good? I don't understand. What magic do they use? And I was like, it is no magic, ladies and gentlemen. It's just fresh. Like, when you're used to instant coffee or coffee you buy ground that's been sitting ground for who knows how long or the coffee machine at work is a, like, just black as Satan's heart uh, liquid in a box. It's a it's from, from concentrate, uh, and it's just, it's, like, muddy, and it's got, like, sediment in it. Like, it's not good coffee, but it does the job. And I'm so dependent on caffeine with just how busy I keep myself that I just, that's one of the things I want to be hoity-toity about, but just don't have the option because I, I, I need coffee. That is my addiction, is caffeine and, more accurately, coffee itself. Because to, And, like, I drank coffee to the point where I had to go to the prostate doctor because I was having trouble urinating. I was drinking so much coffee. Um, and it turned out it wasn't a serious issue. It, he was just like, dude, drink less coffee and you'll be able to pee easier. Duh. Um, I mean, and granted, that means I got my first prostate exam at... 25 instead of 40. Um, and honestly, guys, not that bad. Not that bad. Just relax. Um, it was to the point where afterwards I was like, huh, I might consider prostate play because that was real simple and real easy. And when they hit the prostate, you're like, oh, I understand why people say that feels good. Because, I mean, it wasn't a pleasurable situation because this guy had big, meaty gorilla hands and I was not happy about that. But it was just like, he, he touches the prostate and you're like, I understand how in a completely different situation this could be a pleasurable sensation. Right now it's more just weird. Um, I'm not getting off. I, I like, I'm, this is not a situation I'm enjoying, but it's just like, oh, I understand. I, I see where people are coming from. Well, that came out of fucking nowhere. Uh, blame coffee, or my lack thereof. And, like, because, like, I'm biased towards Dunkin' Donuts because I work there, but I also appreciate that Starbucks has, it's a more expensive cup of coffee, but it is a better cup of coffee, in my opinion. Um, also, you're, most people that hang out at Starbucks regularly are kind of awful. 
Oh, God, that didn't really wrap up as nicely as some other episodes, but um, don't smoke, kids, unless you want to be cool. <laughs> no, that's a terrible message. Um, guys, be, be fancy about something. Let yourself be a snob about something. See you Friday. Have a good week.